0: Let's Get Moving with Maria, inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life.
1: Thank you for joining us today for Let's Get Moving. Today I have with me marriage and family therapist, Dr. Liz Hale. And Dr. Liz, today we're going to talk about the power of touch. And instinctively, we all know that touch is very important, but you've been telling me that there's actually a research institute that's been studying this for 40 years. It's hard to believe, right? There is is. a reason
2: why holding hands and hugging and cuddling can feel so good. The Touch Research Institute is actually at the University of Miami Medical School. And, Maria, they have an impressive researcher, Tiffany Field, who's been studying touch for over 40 years. I thought I was, you know, kind of seasoned in my field. (laughs) She's definitely seasoned, and she's determined that the time, you and I, the time from when we're in the womb through our elderly years – Touch plays a key role in our development and in our physical and our, even our well-being. And I'm going to go on to tell you about some of the studies that show that physical contact and that early development and communication, personal relationships, and they even help in fighting disease. Pretty wow.
1: Cool. That is pretty cool. One of the first things that comes to my mind is that, Dr. Liz, we haven't been touching anybody in the past we year. Have
2: not been. And
1: that has to have an incredible impact on all of us.
2: Oh, man, I think we are really a touch-starved nation, and it happened even before COVID. When you look at some of the studies that compare the U.S. to, let's say, Paris, it's, it's pretty remarkable. They looked at a group of children as well as teens compared Paris to a city in Miami, and it turned out that children on a playground were touched much more, positively touched much more in Paris than the children in America, in Miami in particular. Hmm. And they were also, therefore, less aggressive than the children in Miami. So perhaps that was a correlation. Interesting. Same thing with teenagers. Teenagers in Paris versus a McDonald's in, um, in Miami. Those, ch- those teens in Paris, they were touching each other all the time. Maria. They're laying on each other. They're playing with each other's hair. They're massaging. <laughs> uh-huh. All positive touch. But their communication was much less aggressive than the, the teens in Miami, who hardly touch each other, they touch themselves. They flip their own hair, right, and they right. crack their knuckles. So perhaps there is something very key about that aggression slash touch analogy.
1: Right, and you know, you know it that I've come from the Greek culture, and we hug everyone. That's just you our greeting. You, I love that and about you. This past year has been brutal. It has it, been brutal not to be able to hug those people when you see them. It you. I can see why touch is so powerful. This is a great uh, topic. Me
2: too. And I'm a hugger. So you and I are going to feel that a little bit more. But many Americans, i got to tell you, they're not really – they don't know that they're touch starved. Right. <laughs> the, um, the, the Touch Research Institute also went to the gates. Well, this is before COVID, but they'd go to airport gates, and they'd studied families sitting together. They studied parents and partners and children. We touched a whopping 98% of the time. Guess what we were doing instead? Hmm. We're looking at our cell phones and our iPads. Even small children are.
1: Oh, that's so true.
2: So I don't think many of us realize how how much we're missing out on touch. Because you and I are touchers, you're not going to be surprised to know about this. Did you know there's such things as non-sexual cuddle parties?
1: I didn't know about the parties. But like I said, every greeting at any sort of Greek (laughs) cultural event, we all hug each other. That's what we do. So maybe There's, that is, prof- is considered a cuddle party, right?
2: Isn't that funny? There's professional cuddlers. Snuggle buddies exist, mm-hmm. but you got to pay a fee. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's truly legit and people will pay for it when they are so touch starved. So
1: Dr. Liz, what can the rest of us learn from this? I know you have an acronym that you want to share.
2: You bet. You bet. Well, let's let's look at it. Well, maybe just one more thought about why mm-hmm. you and I think we're so touch star besides coronavirus. I think it's also because we're we're quite a litigious uh, American society. Right. Right. We get a little excited with we cross wire touch with sex, which is so unfortunate. And we have no touch policies in school. And then, of course, as I said, the cell phones and computers. So I think maybe it's just opening the floodgates of thinking about touching each other more at home. You know, your loved ones. Reach out and touch, especially with a child that maybe you're not getting along with or a partner, every time you pass someone touch. So, that first, we'll look at the acronym TOUCH, absolutely. And the first is transformative. TOUCH can be transformative, it's the key to a long and happy union. Right. So, make a concerted effort to touch each other every day because what TOUCH communicates is you and me. I'm on your side, we're in this together.
1: Right. I know that have you noticed that, that in morning marriage? hug, that morning kiss is mm. so important. If my husband leaves home without uh, kissing me goodbye, mm. I feel starved. You're right. I feel you like something's bet. wrong in the marriage.
2: You bet. We we have evolved all kinds of brain mechanisms to stay in love and to fall in love, of course, first. And, and touch is high among them. So let's raise a level on touch, right? Mm-hmm. And let's just see kind of what it does. I, I'm i practicing that myself. I usually, we're pretty touchy, my husband and I, and I'm just raising the bar on that.
1: I know. This is let's so see. tough, Dr. Liz, and the Me Too movement. A lot of men are just scared to even touch anyone. I know. Uh, you know, we've gone almost too far the other way, I'm afraid.
2: We have indeed. Yep. Well, well stated, my friend. Another reason why touch could be so important, especially to the brain, is oh. The oxytocin boost, you know, oxytocin is such a great hormone neurotransmitter that's associated with uh, empathy in our relationships and, and trust and relationship building. And it turns out not just any touch will do. Can you uh, uh, relate, Maria, to a touch that's more favorable than another? Well, sure. So you...
1: A hug is more favorable than a tap.
2: Yeah, yeah right? a tap is a good one. Too soft can be irritating to a lot of us. It's like a tickle. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that doesn't feel very welcome. Too hard. We'll just think of like the sternum rub, right? When someone is unconscious, we're told to rub the sternum really hard because it's irritating. Mm-hmm. So the moderate pressure that you apply in a hug or a, or a back rub or a foot rub has more positive effects on oxytocin than light pressure.
1: This reminds so, think- me of my father. He would wake me up by tickling my feet with <laughs> a feather.
2: And how did that go? Was it was it welcome or it, not welcome? No,
1: it was not welcome. It
2: woke oh. me right up, of
1: course, because that, that is was where you difference. are on the irrit right. <laughs> so that's where you're saying, you know, that too soft a touch is can be a deterrent, right. right?
2: Mm-hmm. Just think about the chemicals going through your body for for better or for worse, right? And some of those why why those chemicals are also so important is they help us be better equipped to fight disease and infection. Mm-hmm. And more negative chemicals, like being tickled on the foot with a feather, um, you know, raises cortisol and that, that keeps infection going. And so that's probably not such a great thing, even though your father meant well. Oh, well, no, he that's that reaction meant, where goes. you
1: jerk away from the touch, yes, right? Yes, Instead yes, of, uh, you know, lean into
2: it. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, one more study on just thinking about oxytocin. Is there. It was interesting to see that when we have something important to do that's stressful, let's say like it's a public speaking event, when we are touched, hug, massage, or otherwise lovingly coddled before a stressful event, we're more likely to perform better. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we are more relaxed. Why? Because of oxytocin.
1: Right. We feel more yep. confident just with that, that, that little bit of oxytocin.
2: Indeed. You know, it just turns out that under our skin are these sensory receptors, these C-tactile afferents, they're called. And then there's nerve endings, and they recognize any form of touch. And when you stimulate those, it's the vagal nerve in the brain that's activated, and that's attached to 12 cranial nerves throughout the branches of the body. So touch really does play a role in our gastrointestinal system, our heart, and even our vocal cords. I think it's just so cool to, to remind ourselves so cool. about this. Yep. You know, people live alone, right? Mm -hmm. Single people are often asking me, or or someone who's newly divorced, oftentimes we as therapists often say, go get a massage, right? Right. Even get your hair done or your nails done as you start to feel safer in this society. But outside of that, if you're staying more close to home because of COVID, you can lather up a loofah in the shower, Or use a shower brush that stimulates the pressure points in under the skin or even walking stimulates the pressure points that are under the feet.
1: Oh, now that is interesting. We have a lot of single people, too, that are have been totally isolated. Younger. ah, people.
2: It's so painful. Think about how you and I are taught how to wash our hands. If we're doing it correctly, we're moving the skin on our hands. That helps us stay healthy by not only washing off the potential of the virus, but stimulating the pressure points again. Mm hmm. So Something C, I hadn't even considered. See tactile afferents. You got it. And you didn't even know it, right? I didn't even know it.
1: <laughs> Me either. I'm sure there's a lot of those things that I don't
2: know. <laughs> yeah. Should we move on to you? Yes, please. You as in part of touch, T-O-U, now it's universal understanding. Touch is indeed universal, right? And we talked, you and I, as we started, just about some of the differences in our culture mm-hmm. and how... People in America, really we don't realize that we're touch-starved right. because we haven't been touching for some time for a variety of reasons. And I, I love just looking at different cultures and how they they do touch a little bit differently. One of my favorite studies is really from a long time ago, back to my day <laughs> in the 1960s. There was a psychologist named Sidney Gerard, mm-hmm. and he studied conversations of friends in different parts of the world as they sat in in cafes right he observed them for about one hour and he found that in england can you imagine how often friends touched zero not <laughs> at all huh? zero they times in an hour yeah so in the united states refined and okay a little bit quite refined in the united mm-hmm. states we touched when we got enthusiastic an average of two times okay but in france the number shot up to a hundred times per hour No, yep Puerto Rico, 180 times per We hour. are touch starved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, and sadly we don't even know it. But I think we would know it as we start to touch more. Right. Yep. So wow. C is cooperation. This I think you're going to find this interesting. So the NBA did a study. It's, it's not expansive, but I think it's impressive. Mm-hmm. All right. There was a team that d- determined that the more they touched, the more they won. So the more physical connection between players, like during practice and games, things like, you know, fist bump, a high five, a low five, a chest bump, right. head slap, head grabs.
1: <laughs> they touch the a back. lot in the NBA, though.
2: Yes. Half hugs, full hugs. Well, the greater mm-hmm. the success of the individual players and the team. That's fascinating to me. It is. It appears that touch
1: instills trust. Now I'm going to be watching the jazz even more closely. I
2: know. Oh Somebody tell them, please. Pick up the phone, right? <laughs> it, this, it's this con- contagion that spreads goodwill, and it appears to make players better in behalf of each other. So we can definitely use the, the power of touch even, even every day if we're not in the NBA, uh, like repairmen that might come to your home. If you tend to touch them with a pat on the back, they just might get the job done faster.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
2: And then waitresses who touch customers, you know, on the forearm, on the back, it's all appropriate touch, of course, they get better tips. Doctors who touch patients during an interview, an Mm -hmm. exam, they receive more favorable reviews. And even petition gatherers who touch passerbyers, again, like on the forearm, they get more signatures. Mm -hmm. I love this about teachers, for those who might be listening, that when teachers patted students on the back in a safe, friendly way, those students... Three times more likely to speak up in class
1: they just felt that uh they gave them that confidence that oxytocin boost
2: you bet i love it i love i love to be touched i'm practicing that a little bit um you know even just in therapy i'll walk behind someone to get them a water and i'm purposely touching them you mm-hmm. know on the shoulder on the back doesn't you know take long but i i'm just i'm just testing it out myself right and, of course, so that's T-O-U-C-H is for what does touch do? It creates greater health and happiness, studies show anyway. It can actually increase how we feel on a day-to-day basis. It seems that touch is transforming medicine, Maria. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother had Alzheimer's, and these studies of uh, touch with Alzheimer's patients have impressive effects on their relaxation, their emotional connections with other people, And even a reduction in depression. So important. My mom would love me to rub her feet. You know, she loved that. She wasn't really a very touchy woman. Mm -hmm. I knew I was loved, but I don't think that was really the love language she grew up with either. But I know for me, um, when she passed away, I so miss being able to touch her and rub Mm -hmm. her feet. You know, I miss that for myself, even as her daughter. Right. Massage therapy even reduces pain in pregnant women and alleviates prenatal depression. And that happens not just for the women, but for the spouses. All right. For I those love people that. Who I think of have his, a hard time, win-win.
1: Yeah. <laughs> for those people who have a hard time falling asleep, try massaging your feet a bit.
2: Yeah. It works. And it never feels as good to do it yourself no. it, as when someone no. else is doing it. It doesn't. Unless we have, to tell you the truth, that's a good sign. <laughs> that means you don't have brain damage. For someone that may have a certain part of their brain that's not working well, um, they can't tell the difference. Oh, in touch. But for those of us that don't have brain damage, it feels much better when someone else is doing it. Uh, just a couple more things in some of this research I found is that when doctors make eye contact again or pats on the back, it tends to actually boost a survival rate of a patient with a complex disease. Hmm. And then children with autism, what do we typically say about children with autism? They, they don't like touch, Right. right? Right, but it turns out they actually love being massaged by someone they trust, like a parent or a therapist. And if this doesn't mean you and I should turn around and invade personal space of everyone around us, right? Right, no I know. I'm some people oh. are feeling
1: a little uncomfortable about some this people moment. are screaming. Right, it's <laughs> right. So
2: true. So let's start in our small circle. If you want to improve a relationship, see what it's like just to reach out and touch. Such we are wired to connect to other people on that very basic. Level and I I really do feel, Maria, that to deny ourselves is really to deprive ourselves of some of life's greatest joys and deepest comforts. Even Helen Keller once said, Paradise is attained by touch.
1: Such great information! Thank you so much, Dr. Liz, for sharing your research with us.
2: It was a pleasure. I would say Helen Keller was an expert on touch, (laughs) yes, she definitely was. Yeah, yeah. Take care, Maria. Happy spring. Same to you. And see what it's like just to touch a little bit more in those safe social arenas.
1: We will do that. Thank you so much, Dr. Liz. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America.